Hey guys, today we have on one of my good, good friends, and um, we also used to go to church together. Her name is Renee Albert. Renee, how are you? I'm doing good. Good to talk to you. Good to be here with you, Bethia. How are you? Yeah, good. <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. Um, everything is going well. Um, I hope everything's going, you know, great for you too. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Praise God. Um, mm-hmm. We praise are. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not the same for everybody. So I'm very happy that I am mm-hmm. doing well and I'm here and I'm I'm happy and I'm I'm content. So, yeah, yeah. I'm doing well. Yes, that's amazing. Um, I, you are my first episode. This is the <gasps> first episode. Really? Yes, oh this is the first episode. You are like my opener. Yay, yes. That is so exciting. Thank you so much for trusting me to be interesting <laughs> enough to be your first episode. Oh my gosh. No, it's good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yes. Because I feel like when I thought of this podcast, I wanted to, you know, connect with people that are going to not only share their experiences and what, you know, they've gone through and, you know, their journey of young adulthood. Mm-hmm. But I, I also wanted to get people that I knew that, w- that is very knowledgeable about, you know, their, what your work environment mm-hmm. is and what your career is. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, anyone that is looking to become, you know, a doctor, mm-hmm. a lawyer, a nurse, mm-hmm. whatever you want to become, I have people on that is going to represent all of that yes. and that are knowledgeable in that, you know, in that workspace. So mm-hmm. I, I, when I found out that you were in med school, I was like, girl, <laughs> you better be a black doctor in the name Thank of Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. Yes. <laughs> so I want to ask you. Yes. Did you always know what you wanted to do or who you wanted to be in life? So, yes, actually, I was one of those children who grew up saying, Mm. I want to be a doctor when I grow up. I want to be a doctor when I grow up. At first, I think it was kind of just, you know, we're Caribbean. So, yeah, (laughs) it's one of the like preset answers you're given at Uh birth. Um, But after a while, I think I truly started to internalize that. No, I want to be a doctor. And Mm. it's something that I never really let go of. And I think it really wasn't me not letting go of it. It was God not letting that vision go. Um, Even though I tried to say, Lord, let me let it go because this is hard. (laughs) (laughs) When I was, when I was an undergrad, I was taking, I remember it clear as day. It was my chemistry final. Oh, now, yeah. I had been struggling throughout the entire <laughs> semester, but that final game, and I don't know why I thought that, I don't know, during the final, it would all just make sense. Yo. I sat there, question one, I looked up and I said, Jesus, now um, <laughs> give me something else to do because <laughs> this is That's hard. Real. And I really said that and I was on question one and um, the Lord gave me nothing else to do. And I was like, okay, 
this is what I'm supposed to do. Not just because there was nothing mm-hmm. else, but honestly, the Lord continued to reveal to me why he was calling me to the field of medicine. And he just kept opening door yeah. after door for me to follow suit in obedience. And I just knew that if I were to turn away from the yeah. calling, it would be disobedience. And I wasn't here for those kinds of well, consequences, well. you know, <laughs> you know. Well, that is true. That is true. Um, mm-hmm. That is amazing. I, because rarely do you, I mean, you hear about it, but rarely mm-hmm. do you see people that said, okay, when I was a kid, I knew I wanted to be a lawyer and they are mm-hmm. actually a lawyer or practicing right. law. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, it's a rarity. You don't really get to see that. And also in our community, not even the mm-hmm. black community in the Caribbean mm-hmm. community, you know, right. you don't really get to see it as much, you know, the highest level of medicine that, you know, people in the Caribbean community to be is like a LPN or a nurse and right. nothing against that because that is oh, amazing they, achievement. Amazing. <laughs> that I yes. give my hats to them. Like seriously, my sister's a registered nurse and she was a yes. traveling registered nurse for a long time. Mm. And when I tell you the stories that I heard, mm. Like, mm-hmm. you medical people, I really, I don't know, man. Y'all are mm-hmm. really God's, like, little angels or something, because that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and medicine is built, like, the nurses are the backbone of the medical field. Shout out okay? to the So nurses. you can that all day, all day, <laughs> all day. Yes. yes, so that is amazing, Renee. I, I feel like that's awesome. So tell us where you are now in your journey um, in medicine. Yes, uh, I'm so excited to say it from this side, because mm-hmm. honestly, looking, I, I didn't know what this would look like. Yeah. I'm in my fourth and final year oh! of medical school. Yes! <laughs> so God be the glory. Yes. yes. <laughs> that is yes. awesome. I'm so excited to be here. I'm in my final year. I'm set to graduate um, in the summer. Um, and I am trusting and believing in the promise mm-hmm. that I'll be getting, I'll start uh, beginning my career as an OBGYN oh, um, yes. <laughs> in July. Yes, that is what my, uh, my heart's desire is. That's where I believe God called me to occupy that space, obstetrics and gynecology. Yes. So... I am, you know, excited for that to come to fruition. That is so, girl. I, you know <laughs> what? That is amazing. Like that—that's awesome you. because you know, I—I I was just talking to someone the other day, and I was <laughs> like, you know, a little bit of TMI, but I was telling, mm-hmm. I it. was telling her, I was like, <laughs> it's really hard because. I mean, I know that you moved a lot or like around a lot as well. And you were telling me right before I moved that, you Mm -hmm. know, it's hard to find doctors that you trust when you go to a different state. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so just to hear that you're going to be in one of the most, you know, sensitive, like, areas. Vulnerable. Girl, (laughs) like, because I really think, and I think along with your personality, that's amazing you will be so I could already see you already like oh I, I think I'm gonna have to you. make a visit you know yes <laughs> please I tell my friends let me deliver all your babies deliver please. my children girl deliver yes, my children please. I could always throw in somebody's face like I have a doctor in New York girl bye Hello. <laughs> 
don't let let me just get my appointment now. Yes, okay. I'm scheduling my appointment now. I don't even got no kids. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm here. But for it. no, that's amazing, <sighs> and I think that that is awesome. I am so proud of you. Um, Thank you. I think that that's an amazing field to be in because not a lot of uh, not a lot of black women are in that field. Um, right. I haven't seen a lot of black women in that field, and I'm, you know, I feel like it's almost like a unicorn. Like y'all are almost mm-hmm. unicorns because yes. it's so rare that you see a black female doctor, black female gynecologist, and also with gynecology, you're working. Don't you guys go into surgery? Yes, we are surgeons as well. Yes. <laughs> There's a surgeon in the house. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. Wow. That is man, that is amazing. So with all of this now, you're on the other side. You're basically on the tail end of finishing and completing med school. Tell us how like your journey, like how you got here. Okay, so um, by faith, girl, by faith, Ooh. honestly, I will, oh my goodness, God um, gave me the promise and placed that calling over my life to become a physician, and I know it's a God-given promise because regardless of how much I struggled, and I did struggle, yeah. and no matter how many times I thought I wasn't smart enough or wasn't qualified enough, and I literally read an entire book called Disqualified <laughs> by Stephen Furtick while I was applying oh, wow. to medical school because I was like, Lord, I know you said this is for me, but looking at what I yeah. need and what I have, how, mm-hmm. Lord, how, right. I just couldn't feel like I measured up to the calling that he had. But Every step of the way, I never had to go backwards. God has always led me forward. So I knew that this is what he had for me because he never left my side. Um, But outside of that, on a more traditional note, um, I went to Stony Brook University. Okay, shout out to Stony Brook. (laughs) Stony Brook. Um, As a Spanish major, actually, on the pre-med track. Yeah, I know. I get that a lot. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) I love it because I am that kind of person, right? Because... Like I said, science is hard, okay? I know I'm in the medical field, but it is so challenging. It is so difficult. And I know I applaud the biochemistry majors and the chemistry and physics majors and the biology majors. I applaud them. But there was only so much that I could do and survive undergrad for real, for real. So I took a liking to Spanish Mm -hmm. from when I was in elementary school and high school and I realized that, honestly, you just, you needed the prerequisites Mm -hmm. to get into medical school. And you, as long as you tell your counselor that you are on the pre-medical track, you want to go to medical school, you will get those prerequisites. Um, And you will have the, the, the qualifications on paper and your transcript to apply and get accepted into medical school. Mm. That's so, (laughs) right. So then I was like, okay, so I could be any major I want and <laughs> and still get where I'm trying to go. And um, what really appealed to me with the Spanish major, outside of the fact that I really enjoyed the language mm-hmm. and the culture, was that I got to study abroad in Spain. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I went to Madrid for a month yeah. and I studied. A month? <laughs> yeah. A that month. Is amazing. 
Mm-hmm. And I was able to study Spanish for medical professionals. I shadowed a doctor in Spain. Yeah. Um, it was a whole program. And it was just so amazing uh, to, to have that exposure, to see yeah. a, a healthcare field in another country yeah. and um, be exposed to the language right. in that field. Right. So it was just a great marrying for me of that intellectual science right. and then the creative foreign language it was just so much fun to engage like both sides of your brain and study something you're passionate about um and then I kept going with that um after I graduated that literally a few weeks after I graduated I went to Nicaragua nice Uh, Nice. (laughs) yeah for a week for a a global medical brigade trip that we did Mm -hmm. um in Nicaragua and we you know we taught public health seminars we set up like clinics in a in a school Mm -hmm. we built uh the plumbing systems for a local rural community. It was an amazing opportunity to, again, engage in a different culture. And I think the thing that really spoke to me was outside of, because the need that they had, there was a barrier for me to give it to them, the language. But because I was able to speak Spanish, whether it was with a little bit more assistance, I was able to tear down that barrier and reach them in need. That is awesome. That is awesome. And I want to pinpoint right there anybody that is that is listening to this podcast that is you know desiring to go to medical school or desiring to be even being in that the field of medicine you need to have some type of prerequisite you need to have some (laughs) type of language under your belt even if um I would say even if you're not so passionate about it because you never know where life will take you Mm -hmm. You mm-hmm. never know. And I think that's yes. so amazing that it just helped you. Something that you were yes. passionate about and you just wanted to do, it ended yes. up helping you. And I think that's amazing. Yes. I took that and ran with it, girl. When yes. I found out that it could help me, I said, oh, I'm right. This. Let's go. <laughs> As you go. should. <laughs> um and you know for for me as I was speaking to like the struggles that I faced yeah. academically I wasn't necessarily the top percentage of my class mm. when it came to scoring in these science courses uh, Stony Brook University was a uh, no joke science school oh yeah um, they... I've heard I've heard <laughs> okay yes they played no games um it was a lot of the times they were to they said they the the classes were to weed students out because I went in with a lot of people who said they were going to be pre-med majors by second year they were like oh yeah no I'm not that anymore wow (laughs) I changed my mind um but I persevered through it and I I I I worked towards it. I sought help. Definitely didn't seek help as early on as I, I should have yeah. because of pride and yeah, being insecure. <laughs> Definitely was thinking everybody else got it. Why don't I get it? I don't want them to know I don't have it. Right. That was so silly. Right. That's the, that, listen, we're going to be talking about pride a lot in this podcast, okay? <laughs> we're going to be talking about it a lot. It's crazy that you, you know, you even made mention to that because I feel like that word is going to come up a lot in, in the mm-hmm. upcoming episodes that I have with, um, you know, the other guests that are going to come on. Yes. But you speaking to some of the, uh, the challenges and the obstacles mm-hmm. that you had to face, how did you mm-hmm. overcome those? Yeah, so really with with perseverance, mm-hmm. like the understanding that this was this was something that 
I had to pursue because this is what God told me that I have to do, you know, that kind of understanding that it wasn't just a matter of, well, I don't feel like doing it. So I guess I'll do something else. This was the the plan. There's no plan B, no plan C. This is the plan. So you keep going forward. So what, what I ended up doing, um, acknowledging that I think that was the hardest thing for me at first, like acknowledging that there was an obstacle and that, (laughs) that I didn't just, because I have a tendency to like low key procrastinate, but not low key high key. Yeah, man. I think all of us have that. (laughs) So like, even with obstacles, I find myself procrastinating with obstacles. Like, well, maybe if I just don't acknowledge it, it'll go Mm -hmm. away or maybe somehow it'll resolve itself. Right. But no, acknowledging that, okay, this is something that needs to be tackled. So even with my, my, my prerequisites for medical school, Mm -hmm. I did a postgraduate, um, certification um at Fordham University for a year just to beef beef up my sciences um not that I didn't have the prerequisite courses but I just wanted to Mm -hmm. kind of add more and enhance my my application and that is something that a lot of people do whether they do it because they need it or they do it because they want to reinforce some concepts that they need or they need extra time before going into medical school Mm -hmm. as they study for their MCAT. There are so many different resources that there's so many different pathways you can take and acknowledging that just because there's an obstacle doesn't mean that it's over for you. That was something that was really important. So I kept going and I, I got accepted into St. George's University um, (laughs) in the school of medicine, which is a Caribbean medical school. Um, yeah, so, um, it, and what that really means is that I didn't get into a U.S. medical school, uh-huh. but it also means that I got in to a medical right. school. Right, and a win is a win. <laughs> a win is a win. Hello? Like, you got, my thought process with it is, they gave me the opportunity to pursue what I know I was called to right. do. That's right. it. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, All God. I needed was one opportunity. And at the end of the day, I will be an MD and I yes. will be in the field that God called me to fulfill and, and, you know, thrive in regardless of the, the avenue. So yes. I think as long as you recognize that there is an obstacle mm-hmm. and, and, and figuring out, is it something that I created? Is right. it something that's like out of my control? Right. Um, it's it's about acknowledging and figuring out how do you tackle it and not procrastinating with it and then giving it to God and say okay Lord so this is here so how are we gonna <laughs> how are we gonna work this out <laughs> that is so real I'm telling you that mm-hmm. is so real and it's so true mm-hmm. and I mean mm-hmm. like even this is so amazing even you speaking to you know the like you your your obstacles and the challenges and mm-hmm. how you overcame them by, you know, persevering and not giving mm-hmm. up and just mm-hmm. really your belief and your faith in God and knowing mm-hmm. that, okay, this is my calling and this is what I'm going to, and this is what I'm going to do. How, mm-hmm. how was your support system during those times? What did it look like? So I'm very thankful for the people that God placed in my life. And it's, it's funny because, well, uh, the foundational support system thankfully is well now he's my husband yes. um, <laughs> yes. he's 
my <laughs> my husband Pierre. At the time we were we were dating, but he was he was always there. Mm-hmm. Um, from after graduating undergrad and going through medical school, yeah. he was there to remind me that even when it was difficult, like God put you here, yeah. so He's gonna see you through. Um, and friends from high school, from college, from church, yeah. they were praying for me and encouraging me throughout the the process. But there is something very interesting that I noticed about my support system mm-hmm. throughout different seasons in my career god always placed one person he always introduced like a new person yeah. into my life for each when i was an undergrad i could think of two people mm. when i was applying to medical school i could think of one person yeah. now i'm in this season i could think of another person yeah. and these people aren't people that i've i've been with forever these mm. people were introduced in this season yeah to to give me some kind of insight like right. i don't know why but god was like you're gonna need a little bit extra help. right <laughs> like right. just navigating the the turns and the bends that are coming forward so he always brings somebody who just has a little bit more perspective than i do right. to help that's me true. and say girl did you know about this that's true hey did you see this look into this oh come on do you know this is due now or did you did you submit this thing right And one thing that I had to also learn is that that role that that person has changes Mm. come the next season. So a lot of times I wanted to hang on to that friendship. I wanted to hang on to that close tie that we had, almost that kind of like deep connection. But it wasn't useful again in this next season that when you go into the next one. So you had to I had to learn to kind of let go of that their their place in my life not to say that we're not friends or that we don't keep in contact but we weren't as close anymore god Mm. put them there to support me through this dedicated period right yeah that's and yeah that's amazing i i feel like i feel like sometimes we have trouble and i and i think it's a lot of us um as young adults and millennials i think we have that problem Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. that we that that person was in our lives at that particular season and mm-hmm. we just don't know it's like that weird transition stage yeah and it's like okay I want to take them with me and it's just like no you can't everybody can't go where you're going and it's not to right. say that they don't have an amazing future ahead of them it's just that their their time in your in that chapter it's come to a close and sometimes right. you just have to you just got to go so I think that mm-hmm. that's amazing. And I'm glad that you spoke to that because a lot of us, we do need to hear that, you know, because sometimes mm-hmm. the reason why we're not growing, um, not only mm-hmm. spiritually, but, you know, mentally and financially even mm-hmm. is because we're still holding on to certain friendships that doesn't, you know, it doesn't benefit us anymore. It's not right. giving, it's not giving anything, you know, so I'm glad that you spoke right. to that. Um, I, I wanted to ask a question that was posed to me earlier. Um, I made a, I made a video on Instagram and I asked, you know, people to send me some questions and, um, I know that you're not, you know, a doctor yet, but you will be very soon, but do they in med school, like, do they teach you guys about, you know, the healthcare system like the health insurance Mm. system and do you know anything about that and can you speak a little bit about that if you do know 
some, you know, anything about the health insurance or healthcare system? Mm -hmm. So that is actually a very good question. Mm -hmm. Whoever asked um, is asking the right kind of questions. Mm -hmm. So in medical school, we have a very short block of (laughs) education about the different types of healthcare systems (laughs) that are available. It is like... (laughs) Girl, it's like your second year, you're about to study for your first board exam. They're like, hey, 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 real quick, real quick. Um, <laughs> these are the different kinds of healthcare plans out there. Okay, all right, go focus on the other stuff. Yeah. So what I found a lot is that a lot of residents, because after we graduate, we go through our residency training. Yeah. Um, and during that time is when we truly get fully integrated into, okay, so this is Medicare, this is Medicaid, this is, this is private insurance, yeah. this is you unless you've had history working with these things, it is so confusing. Right. I was just in the person that asked me, I was telling them, no, I was even talking about it on my live. I said, a lot of us as young adults, many of us, we learn as we go. Like, you know, we're learning through experience because sometimes our parents, you know, they can only teach us what they know. And some people aren't, you know, some people aren't blessed with, you know, certain relationships or whatever. They're just learning as they go. Mm -hmm. And what I said to the person was, you know, those words and like when you're looking up health insurance or whatever, because I do know that they bumped up the, you know, the age of health insurance and you get off Mm -hmm. at about 26, that I remember because that's when I got off my parents. Yeah, parents. <laughs> yeah. When I was twenty five, I was like because the age, the the the, the I think the age was twenty four, but then okay. they bumped it up to twenty five, like mm-hmm. uh, like years before I was twenty five. And then when I was mm-hmm. twenty five, I was like worrying. I'm like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I can't go to the doctor anymore. And then I, you know, I, my mom told me like, no, they bumped up the age, the age limit to twenty six. So right. when I, when I turned 26, I was like, okay, girl, you're going to have to like get it together <laughs> now. And when I was looking and reading, because, um, for a little bit, I was a receptionist at, um, a physical therapy center. Okay. And that's how I learned. That's how I got really versed. Cause you see it. it. Thank you. It's mm-hmm. not until they throw you to the wolves guys. Like, right you don't see it but thank you for even like talking about that because I feel like mm-hmm. you know um there's a few people that were you know on my Instagram that are interested or that are about to you know apply to medical schools and they were Yay! like oh are they you know gonna <laughs> like are they gonna talk about health care are they gonna teach us about health care and I was like well girl I'm gonna have somebody on <laughs> and I'll let you know <laughs> they tell you but if you really want to internalize it you got to do a little bit more digging on your own but truly healthcare is one thing on paper but when you actually see how it's implemented and how truly the healthcare system applies Mm -hmm. and responds to patient needs you don't see that till you're in the clinics till you're in the hospital and concerns pop up with doctors and physicians and they say oh, the insurance isn't going to cover this or the insurance isn't going to cover that. Like you don't, you having it on, on paper and being taught is one thing, but as you know, but from seeing it and yeah. you being a receptionist asking which insurance do you yes. have and X, X, Y, and Z, you don't really see the application and how fruitful that insurance <laughs> is until it's being applied in a real life so situation. So true, so true. 
this like guys listen listen to her (laughs) listen to her okay (laughs) um because I like what like I said I've seen it you know and and I was just at reception you know so Mm -hmm. I I had to take those phone calls people were upset you know they didn't know that their insurance had basically didn't cover this much or whatever so you guys I would say research like Renee like Renee saying do a little bit of digging on your own even if you're not you know going into the medicine field do some research on your own um I can say that I I just got through the whole health insurance thing I got my own health insurance now praise the lord thank god to god Amen. I'm literally because the thing is sometimes it's intimidating the language and all the medical terms it can be very intimidating you know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I think that you know with a lot of prayer and also with the right people in your life that can guide you you guys will be okay. You guys will be okay. And um, I'm so grateful, Renee, that you agreed to even doing this episode tonight. I'm so thankful. Girl, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here, honestly. I'm, I'm smiling <laughs> this whole thing. It's so excited. <laughs> I'm so honored that you are here and that, um, you know, you just shed a lot of light on, you know, just your trials and through medical school and you being a young adult, you know what I'm saying? And you are killing it you're about to finish <laughs> med school Praise you will God. be OBGYN. okay yes so it's gonna be like I, I think that this is also inspiring to a lot mm-hmm. of the younger women that's out there that's you know yeah. inspired to do this and also you guys the key factor in everything that she in every topic and every question that we discussed the key factor was God so yes. even if you don't go to church religiously have that open communication with them you know talk yes. to God and I believe that God will show you signs you know he's a God of signs and 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 wonders and I believe that with prayer and with the right people that are around you you guys will be okay we are all in this together young adulthood is the most ghetto hood I have ever (laughs) been in but you know what we are in this together okay (laughs) we're in it together so Renee we thank you I thank you for giving us you know some knowledge giving us some foresight and just like just being awesome and just killing it we thank you thank you so much thank you for having this platform this is amazing it's gonna be so beneficial to everybody who listens I'm excited to hear all the episodes that are coming up next thank you so much so you guys this is this episode is just about you know going after what God wants for you and going after Mm -hmm. what you know sometimes you may feel like you you don't have all put together because sometimes we may see that it's getting hard and it's getting rough and you know things aren't things aren't adding up you know what I'm saying Sometimes it may even feel like you you don't want to finish. Just like Renee said earlier, it feels mm-hmm. like she's like, okay, I, I can't do this no more. But mm-hmm. God reassured her and he mm-hmm. gave her that perseverance and he gave her the faith. So I would say continue to have faith and continue to trust that this is what you're supposed to do. 
Um, so we thank you again, Renee. Um, and this concludes our episode. Thank you guys for Yay! listening. Thank you guys for being a part. We are all growing together and we're learning together. This is adulted. Pressure, 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 pressure. Let's go. The pressure, One, diamonds don't shine without the guts and pressure.